You're listening to Ask the Expert on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It is July in the year 2018, and this is your Ask the Expert segment for this month. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us this month is Fraser Buchan. Fraser is a co-founder of a very exciting new technology platform called Tradewind. And this is a platform uh, primarily for digitizing the trading, settlement, and ownership of precious metal. It's something that we at Sprott Money are excited to be a part of, and it's exciting to get a chance to talk to Fraser. So, Fraser, thank you so much for spending some time with us this month. Thank you for having me, Craig. Hey, and before we get started, just want to remind everybody, Sprott Money is one of your best sources for physical gold and silver bullion. You always find good deals that's brought money, and I encourage anybody that's in the in the process of stacking some additional precious metal at these deeply discounted prices, you want to go to SprottMoney.com or just simply call us at 888-861-0775. Frazier, I want to uh, start talking about these uh, deeply uh, discounted prices, if you will, that we have here in the summer of 2018. Uh, one of our regular listeners submitted a question this month for you. And I'll just kind of put this out there and let you run with it. Um, Linda is pretty sure that uh, we are dealing with a market where the precious metals prices are, are suppressed and managed. She's wondering if, if you can foresee a way uh, of that suppression scheme ever coming to an end. It's a good question, and it's one that we hear often. Um, I, I think the short answer is yes, um, but it's a relatively complicated situation. So I, I would start by making a simple observation about the gold market. Um, and that's the following, that, that it's actually really not a, a homogeneous environment. So the gold market is really comprised of all of these different products, markets, locations. And as a whole, there, there's actually quite a lack of connectivity between all of these different um, siloed markets. And that that's, um, I don't think, a good set of conditions for uh, for price discovery, for transparency, and for ultimately a, a price that reflects the true fundamentals of supply and demand. So I, in, in large part, what we're trying to accomplish at Tradewind is to create um, a uniform environment in trading physical gold. Um, and, and we think over time that that can be a, a contributing factor into um, you know, all of the conditions that, that make markets function well. And I think a good functioning market is sort of the backbone of, of um, you know, good pricing. So uh, that, that's a very short answer to, I think, a relatively complicated question. Um, but I certainly think that what we're doing can be a big part of, of moving the gold market forward. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. That's definitely one of the, the ways the market is set up is it is so uh, fractionalized, broken up between different centers around the world and, and different ways that price is determined. Uh, and, and again, that's one of the reasons why uh, we here at Sprott Money are excited to work with Tradewind. So tell everybody a little bit about Tradewind, um, what you hope to accomplish, what it will do, and uh, and what you do for them. What, what's your background there? Sure, yeah. So I'm, I'm one of three co-founders. We started the business about three and a half years ago. Um, we've now grown to a team of, uh, I believe, about 30, predominantly based in New York, but I'm now transitioning back to Toronto to open an office here, and we're in the process of hiring in London as well. Um, and 
I guess I'll start with the, the platform itself. So what we've built is actually quite simple. It's, it's a combination of two technologies. One is an electronic marketplace. So we've repurposed the stock exchange technology of a group called IEX, which currently manages about 3 to 4% of all U.S. trading volume to, um, to manage trading in physical metals. So currently we have gold. We're in the process of, of working towards launching a silver product in the fourth quarter of this year. So that, that's the, the top layer, which is just a very sophisticated, very transparent, ubiquitous electronic environment for trading um, spot physical metals. And then the second component is a, a blockchain that manages a number of the post-trade functions of the gold market. So you can think about that as a network of accounts. So people who trade on the market hold their positions in an account on a blockchain and then elements of, of settlement and custody as well. So um, I guess that's a long-winded way of saying that we we really tried to build a physical gold market from the ground up based on, on principles that I think um, in large part aren't reflected in the current market structure. So transparency, um, prices that are driven by executable quotes, um, connectivity across a, a really broad set of participants, really trying to introduce some of the benefits of technology to a, to a market that for a long time has resisted that. Right, and I think that's that's an excellent segue to the third question because that's what that the third question just mainly that was why the interest in gold. You know, you could have gone a lot of different directions with this technology. Uh, why is it that you thought gold and the precious metals were the right way to go? Yeah, I think there there are two answers to that. The, the first is that we saw a market um, that was really screaming for innovation. Um, the gold market hasn't changed really in in decades. Um, it's dominated by the London OTC market, which is still uh, was still functions over email, instant message, and and telephone. There's really no transparency into uh, into pricing, into participants, and into the to the post trade environment. So it's an extremely difficult market to to understand, I think, first, and then to participate in um, if you're not a core member. So I think that was. That was the, the large set of conditions that we saw as, as really a great opportunity for bringing technology and, and um, innovation to bear. The, the second opportunity that we saw, which might be more interesting to this conversation, um, really centers around making it easier and less expensive and lower friction for um, end investors to interact with physical gold and silver. So I, I think we're seeing some interesting trends in the physical market. Um, coin sales are, are down dramatically. And I think that in part has to do with the current pricing environment and the fact that we're going through a very you know, deep and, and vicious commodity cycle. But it's also due to the fact that the next generation of investor doesn't necessarily understand or want to participate in that environment. It can be expensive, complicated. Um, you're faced with the logistics and the cost of managing storage and insurance, and I think that the the opportunity is to introduce an innovative product into that environment that probably better suits the needs of, of that next generation of investors. Yeah, that makes sense. That certainly makes sense. You can see that coming. I, I think that uh, is a very good segue uh, into uh, the fourth question, um, and because I, I think you can probably answer this better than I certainly could. You know, the question has to deal with blockchain 
And uh, this listener said, you know, I, I hear this about blockchain all the time. I, I don't understand what that is and what that means. Um, but can you explain blockchain, but also how that how you use it uh, in Tradewind? So I, I would start by making one point, which is um, to distinguish between um, cryptocurrencies and, and blockchain. So cryptocurrencies are an asset class. Um, blockchain is the underlying technology. So they're, they're not... Um, they're not always necessarily connected. What I, I think the crypto experience, if, if we can call it that, has demonstrated to the market at large is that people want to exert direct control over their assets. They want as much control as possible. They want them to be easily traded. They want them to be easily transferable. Um, and they don't necessarily want to rely on the services of a financial institution and how they access markets where they make investments. And I think that that rationale um, is really deeply connected to um, some of the underlying themes in the fiscal gold market. I think that there's, you can draw some very clear parallels. And so, um, we chose to use blockchain technology because we think that the attributes of the technology really suit the, the use case for physical metals very well. And, and what it means in application is that you can purchase physical metal on our marketplace and hold it in an account on a blockchain. And then that blockchain itself, so your account, which is sitting on your desktop or your mobile phone, actually represents title to that physical metal. So in our, in our first application, our vault is the Royal Canadian Mint, and the Royal Canadian Mint recognizes our blockchain as the source of truth. So you own physical metal, the Royal Canadian Mint recognizes you directly you can physically deliver that metal, and it cuts out the intermediation of um, of, of other service providers um, that, that may or may not suit your your purposes. Right. And I, I would make one final point about why we chose the technology, which is is simply cost. So because there's no corporate structure sitting on top of this, it's simply a technology. There's no management fees, so it you know it undercuts the ETFs. Um, again, because there, there's no um, sort of infrastructure that needs to be supported, the storage fees are extremely low, and it, what, it, what it ultimately creates is, is an extremely inexpensive, direct, secure mechanism for investing in physical assets at locations that you trust. It sounds like you could cut out the bullion banks in some regards, too, for larger institutions. Absolutely, yeah. Hey, anything that cuts out the bullion banks is going to make a lot of folks around here happy. I know that. Um, let me move on to the fifth question. Um, and, and you kind of touched on this a, a moment ago. Uh, the fifth question has to do with the pricing structure. And, it, and, and uh, it's basically it seems as if the futures markets sets the physical price. Um, do you think there is a way that uh, that uh, trade wind could impact that dynamic and actually impact the physical market? Absolutely. Yeah. So there are two pricing mechanisms of consequence in the world right now. Colmex is certainly one, the futures market. The other is the London fix. Our market will create prices based on a totally different mechanism, which is executed trades for physically settled metals positions. And what that means is that our, our market functions based on um, executable quotes, so true supply and demand dynamics, and physical settlement. So this isn't a paper market. Um, it's by definition backed by physical at all times. Um, 
and that it introduces a sort of interesting argument of, well, what, what should you consider to be the spot price of metal? Um, I think the London market is certainly imperfect in that it, it is a fractional reserve system. It's a contract market, so it's more like um, a reserve environment than it does a, a spot market. And certainly the, the COMEX market, um, by definition, is not physically backed or not fully physically backed. So we're introducing, a, I guess, a third alternative, which is you know prices that are determined by people who actually physically deliver metal and people who physically take it, take possession of it. So that, I think that's an interesting idea. And I, as we grow liquidity, I, I think it, it presents sort of an interesting argument. And I'm, I'm, you know, we're all excited to see where it goes. I, I know we're excited here at Sprott Money, and Sprott Money is going to be an authorized trader within the system. Uh, within a couple of months, but as we wrap up, um, Fraser, please tell everybody listening how the program works, how someone can uh, get involved and, and be a part of it if that's something they want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, Tradewind is a, is a technology provider. We're not a dealer um, ourselves. We enable a network of liquidity providers and physical dealers to plug into the environment, to, to interact with each other, to source liquidity and to, to deal with their own customers. So we're really um, excited to have Spot Money um, as a dealer on the platform. So customers um, in the next several months will be able to open an account with Sprott Money on our blockchain and purchase physical metals through our platform and, and hold it in their own segregated accounts. Um, and we think this this creates a, a really exciting opportunity for Sprott Money customers to take maybe a slightly different view on the on the physical metals market and to diversify their portfolios into a really low-cost, um, low-friction solution. Because it would provide some liquidity for the precious metals holder, metal holder too, right? Some pretty easy liquidity if they need to uh, sell some precious metal anytime. That's exactly right. Yeah, it becomes a very easy mechanism for, for trading as well. So because ownership on our platform is managed in a digital fashion, it's easy to transfer. There's a liquid market to trade in and out of it, um, which is... You know, a step forward, I think, from the physical environment that exists today, where, you know, if you if you buy a product, it needs to be shipped somewhere. Um, each product has sort of different liquidity conditions around it because the market sort of moves um, between preferred assets over time. So it's um, I think it's a it's a really good complement to um, the existing product suite at, at a dealer like Sprout Money. And then it's also an incremental opportunity to, to you know, for people to trade actively in, in precious metals, physically settled precious metals. Well, I know we're excited about it, and, and, and for good reason. Frankly, anything that helps defeat the current pricing scheme, you know, that, as you said, relies on futures and derivatives and these kind of almost dark pools of OTC accounts that run through London, gosh, anything that gets us closer to a pricing system based on the actual exchange of physical precious metals, a win for everybody. So, uh, Frazier, best of luck. We're really excited uh, by, about what you're doing, and we're excited this brought money is going to be an authorized trader in the months ahead. And I, I look forward to uh, hearing more about this uh, as the system becomes more and more popular. Thank you for, uh, for taking the time. I appreciate the opportunity. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again next month.